You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Resist the devil is the title of this devotion. Resist means you have an inward nature and character that puts up a resistance against the enemy. When he comes, there's something inside of you that, that resists him, stands against him. I read a scripture in the Living Bible some 15 years ago. Uh, Isaiah 59 verse 21. And uh, the King James says, This is my covenant with you, that my word that is in you, and my spirit that's in you will be in your children and in your children's children. Okay? Then in the Living Bible, I read it like this. And they shall want what you want and shun what you shun. In other words, because of my word in you, my spirit in you, your children learn from you to want what you want and shun would you shun? And that is another word for resistance, that you inwardly shun it. You go, no, 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 don't touch me. No, touch no unclean thing, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, First Corinthians six eighteen says. And so here, I feel the Holy Spirit is, is wanting us to live in such a way that that from within us comes a resistance against the devil. And that when you walk in a room, the enemy feels, I've got to leave. I've got to leave, I'm in trouble here. Or when the enemy comes past your house, he feels, don't go there, don't go there. See, that's a resistance, a force field of holiness, a force field of Christ's nature and character, a force field of God's love and power that resists evil strife and arguing and demonic activity. Can you hear me? This is very real. So look what it says here in James chapter 4, starting at verse 7. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how, excuse me, that's chapter 5. Chapter 4, verse 7, okay? Here we go again. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I personally really believe that as we stay yielded to our, the love and the spirit of our loving Heavenly Father, he creates that kind of resistance in us to be able to resist. So submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. Just verse 11. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks, 
and then it goes on. Do not speak evil. I believe one of the great graces of resistance against the enemy is that we guard our mouth. We guard our mouth. We watch over our tongue. When Job, in chapter 1 of Job, was attacked ferociously by Satan, and Satan was fully convinced that if Job would suffer his attack, he would curse God. It says, but in all of this, Job did not sin with his mouth, nor blame God, but worshipped him. You see, Job had a resistance against the devil in the authority of his mouth. And this is where we often really need to see this resistance grow strong in how we talk, not just what we say, but how we say it. So listen to this from Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 25, 4:25. <laughs> Therefore, rejecting all falsity and being done with it, let everyone express the truth to his neighbor. For we're all parts of one body and members of one another. When you're angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath, your expiration, your fury or indignation last until the sun goes down. No, leave, leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give him no opportunity. Give no opportunity to him. Let a thief steal no more, rather let him be industrious, making an honest living with his own hands so that he may be able to have something to give to those in need. Let no foul or polluting language nor evil word or unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth. Did you hear this? A resistance against the devil has everything to do with what comes out of your mouth. So he says, let no foul or polluting language. Some people, when the enemy hits them, they let go of their mouth and begin to express the thoughts and feelings they get, and they can talk so evil. Wow, oh, many years ago, I know I stumbled in that way, but the Lord really showed me how he holds me to account of every word that comes out of my mouth, and it frightened me silly, and I wept and mourned and lamented, like James says. He says, Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, and weep. Oh, I lamented and mourned and whipped before God and said, Lord, Lord, I've sinned with my mouth. Forgive me, forgive me. And I went, and that happened to be in, in my relationship with Virginia. I went to her and I said, I need your forgiveness. I've sinned with my mouth. What I said was evil, was wrong. Please forgive me. And she forgave me. She's such a beautiful, wonderful, precious soul. I'm so grateful for Virginia. You know, anyway, anyway, here we go. And he said, let no foul or polluting language ever come out of your mouth. Yes, here it is. Or unwholesome or worthless talk. But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others as is fitting to the need in the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace in God's favor to those who hear it. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by which you, uh, or, or do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed and marked and branded as belonging to God. 
for the day of redemption, for the final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequence of sin. Let all bitterness. You know what causes bitterness most of the time? When you mix your pain with anger. When you have pain and you mix it with anger, it often makes you bitter. You got to guard against it. The scorner in Psalm 1 is the one who's bitter inside. He's ugly inside because he's so offended, so angry and so hurt. So you got to watch it. You say, what do I do with my pain? Take it to Jesus. Let all bitterness, indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper and resentment, anger, animosity and quarreling, brawling and contention, slander, evil, abusive language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, baseness of any kind. Now, I'm, I really do need to impress this on you. For us to resist the devil, we got to change the way we talk. If you don't want the devil constantly to come attack your home, then you have, you have to talk like Jesus and not talk like the devil. And, and your anger, I know you may feel justified, but it's ungodly. It's unholy, it's unrighteous, it's sinful. I know you may not feel that way. I know I used to not when I had my anger issues. But Jesus came to me and showed me how contrary my nature was to him and how fallen into sin I was. And I wept and mourned before him and lamented like James said there in chapter four. And he was merciful and gracious to give me a new heart and a new mind to make me meek and gentle by his spirit and his indwelling presence. And I cannot yield to that old nature of sin anymore. I can't bear it. I shun it. I, I, I find it disgusting. I can't bear it to, to be ugly and mean and cruel. That is so antichrist. It is so the devil. So if you don't want the devil, then you have to watch what comes out of your mouth. And you have to realize that you grieve the Holy Spirit when you speak rudely or harshly or cruelly or unkindly. And that you grieve the Holy Spirit when you allow your anger to take over your life and come out of you to destroy others. Come on. Let all build bitterness, indignation, wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, resentment, anger, animosity, quarreling, brawling, glamour, contention, slander, evil speaking, bl abusive, blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice. Rather be useful and helpful and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely, even as the Lord Jesus Christ has forgiven you. Now, if we want to resist the devil, that is the resistance that must come out of us. And this is what the Holy Spirit is wanting to empower you with. So let me give you a couple of scriptures in closing here that have really helped me in, in gaining victory over the enemy's attacks. And here's the first one. It is Isaiah 53, verse 7. He, Jesus, was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. When the devil came against him with all of his might and used all the weapons of his destructive forces that he had worked in human nature, in malice and envy and strife and bitterness and 
and ugliness and ugliness of anger and, 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 and indignation and strife and he used that all these weapons in human nature against Jesus Jesus opened not his mouth now I know you don't have that power within yourself to do what Jesus did but you do have that power through Jesus to resist the devil and keep your mouth shut keep your mouth shut. The Bible says in Psalm 30, I think it is, when you have, a, no, excuse me, Proverbs 30, when you have an evil thought, put your hand on your mouth. When you have an evil thought, don't give power to it. Don't speak it out. Don't speak it out. David said in Psalm 38, okay, Psalm 38, verse 13, 38. But I, like a deaf man, do not hear. And I'm like a mute who does not open his mouth. Thus, I am like a man who does not hear and whose mouth is no response. For in you, O Lord, I hope. I said, chapter 39, verse 1, I will guard my ways lest I sin with my tongue. I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle. While the wicked are before me, I was mute and silent. I held my peace. I held my peace. I really believe if we're to resist the devil, we need to find that resistance manifest in the way that we talk. Jesus, when the enemy was around, spoke only what the Father taught him. And in that he overcame the wicked one and you can too today, amen? Have a good day.